0: Ooh. Hi guys!
1: Wow! Hi guys! Welcome to Mama's podcast. You know
0: what's a podcast? Podcast.
1: <laughs> we will talk about everything under the sun about parenting. Oh, bro! I can get it. Once again, welcome to my show, The Parent Thing. I'm really very happy and very excited today that I have this very special guest. Uh, she, she has left me a pretty good impression, I would say, because uh, I was really struggling with like thinking what I should do, the next step for my business and stuff like that. And I was really looking for someone to help me. And I tried asking some people and obviously they rejected me. But she was someone that I texted and then she replied me. She was totally fine to have a chat with me. She didn't send a bill to my house. So I'm really very happy. And I think she's really one of the most genuine and I think really, really smart uh, lady that I have known. She is a mommy of three. She is a former model. She has many successful businesses before, but now she is the founder of Mom Boss Academy, and she is none other than Michelle Hon, and we all know her as the Chill Mom. So I realized that a lot of my friends they actually do follow you. Oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah, know that? Thank you. I I was also quite shocked, you know, because I had to go and do like some of my due diligence. And I realized that they do follow you, so I think they are gonna be quite excited. And uh, I always have one question when I actually sort of like discovered you, because mm. I don't really used to like go find out like what are other people doing. Mm. Then when I discovered you, I, also, I was I always just thinking and I always wanted to ask you like, are you actually really a very chill mom? <laughs> oh, <laughs> because I'm not. <laughs> because <I don't> <laughs> So I'm like, mm, is this yeah, the story that
0: comes with that name, right? When I started my blog, like, I'm terrible with naming. I was like gonna call myself this, like, uh, what do you want to call myself? Like, uh, domestic goddess in trading, <laughs> something like that. Something super duper long that like, um, kind of like describe myself at that time. But um, I've always been a very chill person. I've always one that like why worry about tomorrow? Just do it. Right. I'm um, so my husband was like, you're very chill. So I've been very chill throughout my pregnancy. I'm quite chill when the baby comes. So he's like, you should call yourself the chill mom. I'm like, that's like a nice ring to it. Okay. So let's, yeah. I just, just use that as a blog name, but am I really chill? I think I don't think that I'm really chill but when i do go out with my friend and they're like oh i can see yeah you are really very chill it's not because i'm like super easy going with my kids like if you're my kids they know that i'm I'm actually the disciplinarian i'm very stern around them it's just i'm chill because i'm very clear on what's right and what's wrong so you can this is your boundary this is what you can do so like um Things like, uh, let's say you don't uh, immediately clean up. That's fine by me. Like, or oh, you want to play by the side or whatever. Just, mm-hmm. just go right. Um, um, but they're also very clear about what my what what are my no nos. I really communicate that with them. Like, don't interrupt a doubt when we're talking. Um, clean up before you move on to something else. But if you're still playing, you're like super duper messy, I'm totally chill with that. So I think having that boundary and being knowing that what can be done and what cannot be done. So that's kind of like, I have this chill gap in between that's like, okay, anything goes. Like
1: you're not uptight on everything.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. You just summarize what I just like. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I mean, how is it like, because your children are actually more grown now, they are not like young children like mine So comparing to like the earlier days of motherhood, it's definitely more chill now, right? Or like you are also very like, uh, like homework, because a lot of people, they say like, it's different kind of stress
0: Yeah, yeah
1: Like when you were much younger, it's so much easier
0: Yeah, I think at different stages, it's different challenges, right? When they're younger, you're just like, I'm just focused on keeping them alive Making sure they sleep enough, making sure they eat enough and they're growing, they're fine, you know. Um, now that they're older, um, I'm also not that fussed about homework. I make them sort of like be responsible on their own on, in terms of homework. And if they don't do the homework, they're like, mommy, on Sunday night, uh, you know, one day my daughter told me, oh, I haven't done my homework, I gotta stay out and do it. I'm like, no, you go to bed. Cause your bedtime is 8.30, you gotta go to bed at thirty tomorrow morning, you just tell your teacher. I didn't do my homework, it's your responsibility, not mine. So I need to teach them like being accountable at their age. So it's like, they don't bring anything to school. I'm not the kind of parent who would like bring it to them if they don't bring it or they think they don't do the homework. It's like, it's on you. It's not me. Um, so yeah, so, uh, so
1: I'm curious, like how the story goes, like <laughs> what happened to her? The next?
0: So she started crying. <laughs> So, okay, 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 then you quickly do, and then like, yeah, so she went to bed around nine, yeah. So yeah, so you see, I'm not like that chill, I do have my kind of like, you know, the drawing, like, this is not what you do, you go and tell your teacher. But I think like children, they have this like, different image in front of the teacher they need to uphold, so she, yeah.
1: No, I guess they're also, I'm sure that there will be some level of discipline, right, if you don't do your homework, or like, you don't hand it up. For me?
0: Oh, I mean, like
1: in school, like so. I think Oh yeah, I don't know.
0: Let, let the teacher deal with it, la. That's the reason I send them to school, right? <laughs> the teacher will call you, right? if, if it's no, asked. no. I haven't I haven't gotten any calls either. So like my primary <laughs> schooler, she's been in like primary two now. She she never had any problem with homework. She'll just take it out. She'll just do it. I mean, there are times I'm like, do you need to do? It? Have you done your homework? She's like, oh yeah, I haven't. So I'm like. Let me you do it yourself. If I have to ask again, you if haven't done it. Okay, you lose your phone privilege for the weekend because they only get the phone during the weekend. So like now they're like, okay, I'll do it.
1: So during that time when uh, Lauren was going to uh, primary school, did you mm. do parent volunteer? No. <laughs> so you just sent her to like the nearest school round.
0: Yeah, I just sent her to the and nearest school.
1: Moving, is she still gonna be near school?
0: Yeah, she's going to be, well, we are still within the city area. So, um, it will be further, but yeah, she's still going to the same school. Um, it's also because she was in the dragon year and because we're not Singaporean we're PR, so she has no chance, absolutely no chance in getting into the better, like further away school anyway. So this school is like within 10 minutes walk, which is perfect. It's easy to get into. I'm just like, okay, just make sure she gets into my belief is that if she's smart, she's smart, she will get into a better secondary school on her own. right? If she's just not academically inclined, why would I want to put her in a situation where she just feels like she is not that good at the start, right? If you just put her with all the ex- like excellent student, elite school, yeah. and she would just have this yeah. low self-esteem right. from young. But if she just goes to like average school and she's like kind of average and kind of top of a class, and she has this like self-confidence since young, so I think that's kind of like a bit of like a false belief that you 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 in. <laughs> but all good, right? It's positive. Then then yeah. Okay.
1: So is she adapting well? Like is she, is she like what you say like? average and she's sort of like top. No,
0: I think she's actually one of the top students in class <laughs> yeah, she, she's like you know um class monitor straight away within three days of school her teacher would tell me this one she's she's good lah. she's fine she's fine do
1: you see your daughter, yeah. like, uh, especially the eldest one following your footsteps? like were you like that as well in school the monitors you
0: know no i'm not I've, I've always done well in school, like I, I, I'm a straight A student without putting much effort in, but I'm never the the, the, the prefect or uh, class monitor and like I'm, I'm super naughty in school. Yeah, I don't tell <laughs> my children that.
1: <laughs> I know that uh, she, she was also the one who started her business, right?
0: Yes, yes, yeah, she's also the one who started her business. Is she still doing it? Yeah, she is, she is Yeah, on weekends, like I, she doesn't have her access to her phone. Right. So, um, yeah. So she only answers to inquiries and sending out, uh, uh, the products on weekends. She only get to work on it on weekends.
1: So, so when she told you that she wanted to start the business or you, you tell you, you, you encourage her, like, why don't you make it like into a business since you are like, so into slime.
0: Uh, no, it wasn't like that at all. So she actually wanted an iPad and we're like. Even though, yes, I can buy you an iPad, I want you to earn, earn for it. Like, what do you want to do? So, she, like, I think since last year, she's always wanted a business. So, she wanted, like, I think she saw all these, like, videos on YouTube where people in the US will start a lemonade stand and she wants to start a lemonade stand at a, like, like downstairs where we're building it. So, I'm like, in Singapore, you're not allowed to do that. You need to get a proper license. And she's like, okay, how can I get a license? Like, she's really serious about it. So, I'm like, no, I don't think we should do lemonade, like think about something else. So she has like, I think for the past one year, she had many ideas and, but we just felt like she was, you know, she was into it. She was not into it. She changed her mind. And then so, um, and then one time she bought this like huge set of beads. you know, like those beads that you can make bracelets. So I'm like, Hey, you got all these sets of beads. You already made enough for yourself. Why don't you start selling to your friends? So the very next day she went to school, she just asked a friend whether they want to buy. It. And then she came back and like, Mommy, I got some orders. And then she I think she made like twelve bucks or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then uh after that she was like, you know, mommy, I want to sell something that makes people happy. Like your bracelet they just can't wear it and then they do nothing with it. Like I think slime would be fun. So she started like researching on her oh, I wanted this on that, and I'm like Okay. Are you really sure? Are you really, really sure? Right. And then she's like, yes, I wanted to. So we're like, okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to pre-sell. We're not going to make a huge batch of slime and then not knowing how to sell it. I want you to just maybe do a couple, put it on Instagram, post it out. You know, you can kind of like mommy can share it for you, but you manage your own account. Um, and yeah, and then so she started posting, and then yeah, there are people who are kind enough to to uh-huh. support her. And <laughs> it's like maybe about a month in now into the business, she made about more than slightly more than five hundred dollars.
1: Nice, That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're uh,
1: you you, you you're, you're making money as an investor, right? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, you need to pay me back before the <laughs> money go into your bank. She's like, oh, how, how much money am I? Mommy, write it down, write it down. I'm like, every time, okay, I'm like, postage, this is my money, this is like your cost, you need to pay me back before you get to keep the profit. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. Do you
1: think so she was like, just like inspired by you?
0: I think so. It's funny, like she knows like, Things about automation funnel. Mm-hmm. Like she asked okay. ask me about funnel. Um, she asked me about, oh, mommy, uh, you know, you uh, you have a webinar, like you know, one hundred people, one hundred twenty people sign up. She watched like all my stories and stuff, and she's like, so how do they know the link to your Zoom webinar? Mm-hmm. she ask question like that. So I'm like, uh, I send them email. Like, so use automated emails, is it? You cannot be sending them one by one. I'm like, yes, it's set set up automated. That's reminder emails. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. So is that like a funnel? I'm like, how do you know about funnel? He's like, I hear you say it all the time. So yeah, I think she is getting like getting rubbed off a little bit seeing what I do. Um, and yeah, and she's like, so, mommy, can I set up automation for my message? Since all this message, <laughs> I'm like, what? You don't <laughs> have that many messages yet. You don't need automation like. Serve your customer one by one first.
1: <laughs> She's a very smart girl. Huh? <laughs> so with all these parental duties, mm. like, uh, how do you even manage creating your own income, especially during the early years of parenting? Because I know you also, uh, started a business. Mm-hmm. When you were like a first time mommy.
0: Yeah. So, well, it really all started from the blog. You know, I was just, a, um, so I gave up my F and B business to be a stay home mom and I found myself not having an income and that's that's like gave me kind of like a bit of like an insecurity that i'm not earning my own income and uh, relying on my husband 100 financially and i feel like a bit purposeless right you know you wake up and like oh what do i do for today all i have to think about is like Meal plannings and where to get my ingredients from. So I found that really mundane. So I'm like, okay, so maybe I should start a blog just at least so that I can learn something and kind of like pour out something, like, you know, a, a bit more of like an adult interaction instead of like Google Gaga with this newborn baby. So I started the blog, but I think um, I got into it really pretty fast. I'm pretty sure that, hey, this is not just a hobby blog. I want to try to monetize this and then, yeah. So then I started studying from others and, um, it wasn't until I, I bet on myself and I attended this, um, sort of like business slash personal branding course, um, that my, I can see that my business really took off that I sort of set my my blog apart from all the other mommy blogs out there. I mean, this is back in 2012, 2013. There's still lots of mommy blogs, lots of people still reading blogs, but I felt like I wasn't going anywhere. And um, I was only being offered like $80, $100 for a blog post. And I'm not really a good writer either. You know, I I take a long time to write actually. And um, it's just not worth my time. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so since then I know how to like package myself, uh, package my, my expertise up to become a a product that a product service that I can offer to people. And that alone also set me apart as a, um, sort of like an expert blogger instead of just like another mom blogger. And I'm able to charge more for, um, sponsored posts on my blog post as well. Mm-hmm. Even though my, my viewership wasn't that high at that point. Um, and also because I think like going really niche and knowing like the right way to blog, like what is it you're supposed to write about and how do you brand yourself and all that really helps in, um, yeah, like building awareness, like the press gets to know you and then they will cover you. And then that brings in more viewership and more people get to know you. And yeah, it just over time, it builds over time. I can't say like, a lot of people like to ask me, oh, so how did you build your followings? You got a huge followings. It's like, it's over a long time, baby. I've done a lot of things. I can't pinpoint one time that's like, whoa, I did something and I like, grew by 20,000. It wasn't like that at all. It's just like gradually, yeah, there's lots of like giveaways that I run. You know, how do I even quantify that, right? Uh,
1: okay. So there's actually a lot of like uh, social and inward pressure, I feel like. There's a certain level of stress, uh, expectations on females that they are required like to work and mm-hmm. also to take care of their children now, especially mm-hmm. because the standard of living is quite high here. Yeah. So what what do you think of this? Do you think so they are like overthinking? They are overly like they overly stress themselves because this is like one of the main things that a lot of mummies they will talk about whether they should stay home and if they stay home they don't have an income but they feel like they need to work but they complain about their bosses.
0: Yeah. I think at the end of the day, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of um, societal pressure, Um, but you just really need to know what makes you happy, right? I mean, at the end of the day, you live for yourself. Mm-hmm. right I mean, like you know when i first quit my my business to be a stay-at-home mom an uh, uh, aunt of mine was telling me you can't be a stay-at-home mom your brain will turn mushy you know you'll be like you know you can't ever catch up with what your husband is like you know work life and whatever that did kind of like makes me like more determined to be a stay-at-home mom and be really good at it because what like the <laughs> that, uh,
1: you guys decided that you would like like sacrifice sort of and be a
0: stay home that's the thing right i mean we never really actually sat down and said i'm gonna sacrifice you you're gonna like it's just more like a women you know we somehow we're still in the Asian society. It's just like, yeah it's just kind of like facts of life okay we have a baby now you gotta stay home because hey i'm eating. <laughs> he's not right and um at that point actually i think has he started his i think he was just i'm um, consulting at that point he didn't even have a like real <laughs> job it was just consulting on like a, um, on a contract basis. And, um, so technically my, my business was more secure, but for some reason it's just, we never even discuss it. It's just, for some reason, I'm the one having to give up my business to be a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that and come back to your question is that at the end of the day, just know that you make the decision for yourself. Yes, they are like societal pressure. If you really need the income, you need the income. There's nothing you can do about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that I, that's why I started the mom boss Academy to let people know that, um, besides choosing just being a stay at home mom or be a working mom a working mom and have that guilt of leaving your kids at home. You have the third option of earning an income while you're at home. So I, I just want to provide that third option to people.
1: Do you think so everybody is suitable to like do business?
0: Oh, totally not. No, I mean, if you're happy in your job. If you're like happy, like just show up on a Monday and then don't feel guilty and just, you know, clock up at five o'clock and it works for you. It's great. You know, you are having an, a, an a income that, you know, that will come, um, how to say uh, stably, stable stable income that comes, you know, uh, consistently, that's fine. But having said that, like job security is no longer a thing as well. At any time, your company would decide to ask you, right? Given the economy or whatever, that could also be a source of stress mm-hmm. because you are not in control of your source of income in a way. But if you're secure, if you're earning enough, you're like a private banker earning $20,000 and you're not working that much, and fine, you know, don't take the risk. Be a a working mom. And, um, but if you're struggling, you're like, I hate my work. I really wish to build something on your own. Then I would suggest maybe, yes, spend a few hard months, try to juggle both. Yes. You may have to lose some sleep, but get your business up to a level that you're comfortable to leave your job and then you can have the best of the world.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: If only you, you think you are built in for that hard work, because a lot of people I know they would tell me because you know I, I do this, so they do tend to come to me and tell me that, "I really want to start a business, and blah blah blah, but I don't know if I have what it takes. I don't know if I can put in the time. I really don't have the time. If you have all those excuses, you can mm-hmm. let those excuses stop you. Mm-hmm. Like no one can help you if you decide that's your life and you just simply can't find the time. That's fine, right? So it's you have to decide for yourself. Are you willing to put in the hard work? If you're not, if you have all these excuses, my kids are still young. Fine, yeah, you can do it again when you're older, but very often I find people like that, they'll just be forever talking about it. They'll never do anything. So I salute you, Esther. You actually, you know, put it into action. You got your book almost ready. You want to start a podcast and you're starting your podcast. It's the act of actually starting and then continuing with it but if you never really just put your leg out you just have all these excuses then you just start where you are then stop complaining yeah that's what really gets me right people just say i want to but then they start complaining blah 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 and it's like stop complaining if you're not doing anything about it
1: but i would say that it's not easy like i'm actually, sure I, I will say even until today i'm still feeling like quite nervous even though like i'm very near to like uh printing my books and stuff but mm-hmm. i still feel like uh, the jitters of it Because you know You do still think about Like okay What's gonna happen And stuff like that But I, I'm really really Like inspired by you Like Thank The you. Balls That you put on And I was just thinking Can I can I can I
0: Can <laughs> I I mean like It's like You know You know what they say If you think you're wrong If you think you can't You can't if you think you can, you can. It's really how you think about it. I mean, of course, everyone has jitters. I have jitters every time I launch something. Oh my God, is, is anyone going to want this? Oh my God, I write this blog post or I wrote this thing. Uh, is people going to resonate? Of course we all have all that, right? And it's a good thing that we we, we question ourselves because we want to do better. I, I see it as a plus and not as something to, to hold myself back.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm learning something again. <laughs> so i know that your husband has always been like really supportive of you like you're studying your business <laughs> is he he is right
0: um i wouldn't i don't know i think um he is kind of like quietly supportive he's not the kind of a, you should do it yes you can yo and all that he doesn't say anything he just leave me alone like we have we're quite liberal like we we have this relationship where we're, we give each other a lot of freedom we just trust each other to do the right thing mm-hmm. um including making their own mistakes he never really like Mm -hmm. butt in and say you shouldn't do this or you should do this you know but but. he would sometimes drop hints about like what i should do but you know as a wife sometimes when a husband tells what you should do like even more we're like why i should listen to you right you think i'm not good enough right so i think he knows that yeah he knows that what he should say and what he shouldn't say so he he yeah, I think he quietly supportive. He's not the yeah yeah you should do it yeah you can do it kind. He's just kind of like if I he never even questioned me anything until I bring it up and say hey you know I'm launching this blah blah he'd be like hmm yeah I think that's a good idea blah 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 and that's it and that's it until I want to reveal more I'm like but you know i of that only if I ask for opinion then he will give it if not he doesn't butt into my business at all. That's the way I like. <laughs> So with that, is he also like a hands-on dad? Is he a hands-on dad? Um, I think he's getting better, getting better because I think when, you know, at the start, first time dad, he doesn't really know what to help. I know that he wants to help, but he's just not the immediately come in, you know, he'd be like, okay, uh, let me know what you want me to do, right? I'm like, if you see anything that needs to be done, just do it, right? Don't ask me. <laughs> so I think these, I think um, beginning of this year, we had a, sit down, I would say like, especially with the kids growing up, we have more an, an enrichment, we have more like drop off pickup and it's still a lot of mental load on our moms because we have to remember every single thing and they don't, yes. um, so then he has kind of like offered to take on some of the role. Actually, in fact, this year he has, uh, enrolled himself to be the parent volunteer in my kids. Oh. So now we have parent volunteering. So we have, so it's him, not me. So, so he's been getting all the emails, not me, which is great. You know, we are kind of like semi-involved in the school now because he is not me. Um, and he has offered to pick them up from gym classes and, uh, yeah, but I still need to remind him uh, for yeah. some reason, even though I put it in his calendar, right?
1: They will be the ones thinking like, "Okay, you know my this kid needs to go for this enrichment because of this this this. The fathers won't really think about that,
0: no, no, well, we yeah, they wouldn't until the kids ask that maybe he might look it up, uh yeah, but I still need to like put it into his calendar. We put stuff into each other's calendars a lot to remind each other.
1: Okay. I have this very, very long question, okay, okay. so. Uh, I was just thinking of a like a little sidetrack. I remember that uh, there was once I posted a a very simple job opportunity on a mummy only chat group. Like, mm. Overnight, a hundred over of them applied. Like you know, they say hey, you know I'm interested. Uh, PM me and a kind of stuff. So, but after that, I realized that 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 a lot of mummies right, they're just very very keen in this dream job, that they will work very. Mm extremely flexible hours and they will work from home and they decide when they want to work and they just have like, a uh, and, and also the job should generally pay them well.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: what do you think? Because for me as a boss, I have an issue with too much fluidity. So mm-hmm. I'm okay that my guys work from home, mm-hmm. but. I prefer them to have like a standard days that they are working, so that I know when are the days that I can disturb them and when are the days yeah. that I can leave them alone. But yeah. I realize that a lot of mummies, like especially when they are stay home, they want to get a job, but they also want so much fluidity. Like, mm-hmm. what what do you think about that? Do you agree with that? Because they feel like they have a lot of priorities that they want to give to their children, mm-hmm. but you know they also want to earn money.
0: Well, I suppose it's, it's fair if they if they want to earn money, they want the, the flexible hours, or at least like for me, right? With me and my team, uh, yes, I do know which day they're reporting to work. Well, most of them are full time um even the part-time ones um i do <clears throat> you do have to let them know i mean like even moms you have a lot of responsibilities you do know which day you can work at least right you do have kind of like some sort of like a routine so you can say oh okay so this week uh oh, okay every week i work monday wednesday friday so i think like it's also as an employer just be very um, specific in the job description in the, you, you can't just work flexible hours, right? You can say like three days a week, flexible hours for me it's like I have KPIs for my team. So every start of the week, we're like, okay, well, we'll come on, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. So this is it. I don't care whether you work from just one hour per day. If you can just give me, you can deliver that. I don't care if you don't work for the rest of the day. It's fine by me. As long as you can deliver what I ask for um, this week, what I asked for today, you know, something that is urgent. I need it today. I need it. But of course, like if you say, if you are part-time about, you know, flexible hours, um, you can always just, you, you do have to decide on which day, that they're actually working, that they're actually reachable. And I think it takes both ways, right? I mean, moms, you guys are adults. You should, like, just even though you're working from home doesn't mean you're, you, you don't have to be perfect professional, just yeah. like, you know, at a, a job and an office. If you can't go into an office on time, you tell your boss, I mean, just a text these days, you don't even have to call us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, with the remote working, I love remote working. I, I, I built my business from home. So my team are all remote and I think that's excellent. We save time on like travel. It's just that we lost that banter, we talk about daily, we joke, we don't have that. It's all straight business, business, business. Um, but it's also about getting things done. So if you have clear KPI for them um, and, and of course, you know, you pay adequately, then I think you can get quality people as, because I think the appeal of having flexible hours itself would get, people people who would perhaps agree to working slightly under their regular pay just because they have the flexibility um, and still get the quality of work. So it's, yeah, it's communications at the end of the day. Yeah.
1: Anyway, at the end of the day, nobody really came for the interview.
0: You didn't manage to hire anyone?
1: Because uh, I, I think I think um, for especially young moms with uh, young kids, they mm-hmm. find it really difficult to segregate like when is the time that i really can give to work mm. you know, even even though you're like uh maybe you, you you can set like monday wednesday and friday for work but for them it's like a constant struggle if they're always looking at their child at home right they will always constantly feel like the the, the child needs them and stuff like that they they just can't they just can't of in their mind they cannot they cannot have this
0: this line but the kids go to nap right
1: yeah. But it's
0: difficult for some people. It's like, when they nap, maybe they need to nap as well. <laughs> really, really. This, this is like it's a- true. A- yeah, for me, like, if, if, like, if people want to make something done, if you, if you're serious about getting things done, you get something done. Right. I mean, like you see all these young mothers, you say they don't have time and blah, 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 but they have time to get their eyelashes done. They have time to get their nails done. So if you are serious about getting things done, you make time for it. So that's not an excuse your kids are young, it's not an excuse. You can work after they go to bed, like put them to bed early. So then you have at least the rest of the night, with your husband or do some work. Just, yeah, of course you can't commit like, oh, not nine to five Monday, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, maybe just take up, say four hours. You can carve four hours out of your day. As surely you can. And of course, I think a lot of people are, uh, they try to do everything themselves. They don't outsource. So if you are, if you are serious about, you know, taking on flexible work and and getting paid adequately and delivering quality work, then perhaps you should outsource your housework to a helper. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, like, a lot of people are like, oh, but then I don't need a helper. You know, I, I don't I want to save that money. But think about your earning potential versus how much you would pay a helper.
1: I totally agree with that. Yeah. I, I totally agree. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So you need to know like what, what, what your time is worth. Yes. yes. Yeah. So delegate.
1: <laughs> so Do you do you encourage like, uh, parents with young children, like really, really young children to start? business?
0: Well, I started all my businesses when my baby, like my kids are babies. Right? So the first one is, uh, yeah. Lauren, I started blogging. I mean, yeah. I mean, that was kind of like not really a business yet. I would say I started writing my, my, Okay. I started my maternity concierge when my second child was born. Okay. So she's a baby. Um, I practically worked through my confinement with my third child as well. When I launched mom boss Academy or I was working towards Mom boss Academy. Or was I working on another business? I can't remember, but yeah, I think one of it is like, yeah, I was working on my book as well. When, when Georgia was born. It, it took a while. I mean, the writing itself. I mean, like when you're lying down with them, you can be listening to. You can multitask. Like you know, yeah. I I, I done a lot of work on my bed actually, <laughs> with a laptop. <laughs> I mean, like at the end of the day, do you really want to do it? If you don't, then. Just say you don't, right? Don't, don't try. (laughs) Yeah. It is harder when your kids are are, are younger, but then you will have the same excuse when your kids are older. Oh, there's so many enrichment or they've got homework. They need to sit with them. It's just about you making time. I feel like time management is like the number one thing. It's like for people who are like perpetually late, they're like, oh, but I have this, but I have this at the end of the day, you don't know how to manage your time. I yeah. grown adults, if you don't know how to manage you your time, your friends who are
1: like perpetually late. Sorry? Will you tell our friends that? Your friends is yes,
0: pre- yes, I'm like, you have problem with time management, that is all. It's not because you woke up late, it's not because someone took this, it's not because the jam, right? The jam has always been there, you know that there will be jam come out earlier, right? <laughs> it's not because you have to dry your hair, it's time management. Yeah, I do tell my all. friends that. <laughs> Yeah, so some of my friends, like they know me, I'm like super harsh, but you get what you get with me. I don't miss my word. I don't, I don't like talk behind your back. I just talk in front of
1: you. <laughs> you remind me of my elder sister.
0: Oh, I, yeah, I'm the elder, so I think it's like <laughs> a eldest kind of thing. Like the first child kind of thing. You feel like we need to tell every like people off or something?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I should not comment. <laughs> did you actually take out a lot of time at the initial stage like but but you know when you are like a first time mom your children like the babies need to they have a lot of needs i mean to be fair so did you like also sacrifice a lot of sleep when you're already sacrificing sleep when you're you know your your baby's an infant were you like sleeping very very little and like Okay, I
0: still sleep sleeping very little. I just like, you know, I nurse when I need to nurse. I nurse all of them beyond one year. Wow. Um, um, yeah, I mean like when I'm nursing them, I'm nursing on the bed. So I sleep when they're nursing and then I can't leave, I don't even know when they fall asleep and then I have naps as well. Um it's just more delegation, I think. Like, you know, I do have a helper, mm-hmm. right? My helper do help me a lot. Um what else uh yeah i don't think i was sacrificing on my sleep um i do tend to work a lot like when like right now in the morning my kids are in school i'll be like at my computer and i think like knowing that i need to complete my work by this time i'm super productive because if you don't have a deadline for yourself you're like okay maybe i'll do this later oh maybe i'll do this later but if you can get a lot done in, say, two hours a day. Yes. I truly believe that. You see, like, people who go to work, like, eight hours a day, do they actually seriously do eight hours a day? Mm-hmm. You go to the pantry, you yeah, make yeah, tea, yeah, yeah. you right. talk to you. Uh, yeah. The actual productive uh, time, if you are really, like, just turn off your phone, turn off all the notifications, just dial in and just do the, the serious mo- <laughs> leader moving work, one or two hours a day, you can get a lot done.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I totally agree with this. Yeah. Productivity.
0: Yeah. I
1: think that it's also good. Like I always think that in Singapore, if the like if we on, only if we could right that the parents can work like four five six hours effective, I think that will make them actually is actually more productive. Because yep. a lot of them, they go to work. They spend half an hour eat breakfast. Then after, they go to go toilet. You know, then they go for lunch. Then they come back. Then they think about their lunch. They feel like they have food coma. Then they have tea break. So there's <laughs> a lot of like, it's not so productive.
0: It's just a lot of wasted time.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Yeah, so I think like that's why I think a lot of company after this whole circuit breaker thing realize that people can be just as. Productive at home and a lot of people are like, okay, you can work from home and we can like downsize on our office rent We don't have to have all of you coming in and and that's just a new way of, of work right now
1: Yes, so now, you know, if you want to start a business it's about time management Make time and I totally agree with this actually because I have friends They were like also asking me like hey, how come you can spend time with your children during the weekdays? You know that kind of things. So I was like, oh yeah, no, because if you actually, you do have the benefit, like if you have your own business to, to spend more time with your children and, but you just have to know like, when, when is your like productive time? Yeah. The time slot that you give to do like things that's really, really productive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it just changes over time, right? Well, like during the school holiday, it will be slightly different. You know, you need to like sometimes take them out and then you do the work later in the day. And um, I think the flexibility is that if you are really open about it, like um, like all my clients know that I'm a mom, I work from home. So they are flexible. I can tell them, sorry, I really cannot. Like a lot of deadlines that we think are deadline. when you are being honest with people, they, they are they they're, they're very understandable. They're like, yeah, I understand. Okay, sure. You know, so just don't put so much pressure on yourself. <laughs> like you tell people, hey, I am working from home. Yes, I have kids at home. It can be rowdy. The Zoom call gonna be rowdy or whatever, right? Just like set expectation, and I think a lot of people, especially after circuit breaker, um, they they know how is it like working from home would be like, and a lot more understanding that goes with it. Yes.
1: So, what, what like was there anyone that uh who was actually in uh, inspiration to you or like? a great influence over you in this aspect of your life about like building your own businesses and stuff uh
0: i think yeah over 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 the like my period of life i've had many role models or mentors that i look up to at different stage right Mm -hmm. um yeah i think like it's important to have someone to who've been there or gone through what you are currently going through to guide you through it because why why try to figure it out all by yourself when you can just learn the shortcut and learn from someone else and talk just talk to someone else it doesn't have to be like a super uber professional like Um, so when I was modeling, when I just started modeling, I would like, you know, hang around the more experienced models and just, just observe them, see how they talk to other people, what they do, how they pose. And yeah, just sometimes it's outside of the job about how they manage their, their like as a, as a model, you're basically a freelancer you do on your own business. Right. So I kind of like observe and just learn. And if you have become friends with them and you can just ask them questions. And then later on, when I started my business it's more like, okay. Um, so I was in the soup and salad bar sort of business. Then I sort of just look up who in that space who have already done it. It's kind of like start a kiosk style sort of business. Then I really read up, um, about Janine, Janine, what's the last name? I can't remember her last name who started boost juice, you know, Mm -hmm. her story and how it was for her, um, you know, read her article. And then when, yeah, like I say, when I was blogging, then I'll just look up who are the famous people who sell courses on blogging and just every stage of your life, you just learn like even when I was a new mom, like, who do I talk to? I just simply just talk to my cousins, just like like my cousins, well, um, who are, you know, who were moms way before me and just kind of like share, knowing that these are, you know, things that you go through is normal. It just makes you feel a lot better. So there's no one person I feel that should be like encompassing everything. It's just more like at which stage of life, what do you want to up level in and just look for that person who's just. Slightly have done it before you. It doesn't have to be someone who's like, oh, I want to start a business. I need to look at someone who has got like a multi-million dollar business That's too far ahead for me, right? She will not understand <clears throat> what is it like to start a business from home because she started a multinational business. So just look for who you want to be, who you want to be like, and just look for that person who can just guide you because she has just maybe just been through it five years ahead of you. So she would have more, um, relevant advice and experience to share with you.
1: Mm, I agree. I see that you often talk about like having mentors and even Mm -hmm. in your current business as well. Uh, you talk about mentorships and coaching. Mm. Uh, I'm actually personally very high on mentorship myself because I feel like, um, you, you can only have these people in your life. They, they, they are the only ones who can really tell you like your blind spots and you can only go so far by yourself, yeah. but you would actually really need someone to give you a little push uh, just for the fact that they are probably coaching you and stuff like that, giving you some tips and tips and tricks. Right. So, but, but a lot of people actually find like a mentorship, uh, uh, stuff like that like a very very big word so what will you actually say about that do you think so actually is a dated concept like maybe when people think about mentorship they think about like kung fu panda and all that kind of <laughs> so for the fact that and also for the fact that you know we we can find a lot of self-help resources these days mm. you know whatever you need just try to google mm. 100 million ways mm. you might find a different answer so yeah. what would you actually like say, say about that
0: I think it's, it's definitely not a um, outdated uh, concept. I think in fact, it's, it's more and more people are more open to it, right? I mean, think about fitness. Back in the day, you just like work out on your own and just watch an exercise video or whatever, right? But now there's people are actually willing to invest in a uh, fitness coach because you know that that's like tailored to you you will actually see transformation a lot quicker than you trying to do it yourself. It's just really that. And I think people are more open to that just because, you know, from the fitness side and then now it goes to, uh, either business coaching or parenting coaching or life coaching in general, like mindset and up level and, uh, emotional coaching and all marriage coaching trans what marriage counseling, right? So in a way it's a type of coaching and what people, often forget is that it's besides just people like teaching you what to do having a mentor is also a type of connection because she has been there she could link you up with who you need to get into right like um like yesterday's coaching call with my students um some of my students want to get to the media i immediately link them up with the editors that i know so besides that yeah it's just like like a relationship it's like, it's just someone who been there who can connect you with the right people can push you a little bit further than you trying to figure it out on your own. Yes. You can definitely like Google everything yourself for sure. For sure. it, it just takes a lot of time, it's very confusing because, um, yes. it doesn't have their kind of like unique style of, of working and where, get to where they are today. And, um those are the little things that people don't share. right? So for example, I do share a lot of free content, videos, blog posts about, okay, seven things you do, blah, 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 blah. But it's not in the actually coaching call when they ask me question that, oh yes, I remember I also have this tiny little tip that I can only verbally tell you like, you know, oh you know, blah, 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 blah. This is, this is this, this, but it's hard to like write it in a whole article. article i can just give you the sort like the surface level thing i can do tell you what to do but actual how is really hard to explain over a an article or a youtube video so um yeah so if you want to learn something in depth do instead of you know i see a lot of people just follow like 20 gurus or like oh i follow a lot of motivational people on instagram and they think that's enough And more often than not, you get confused by, because person A say do this person B say social media, person C say uh, no social media. You don't need social media. So what is it? Right? So decide which one speaks the most to you and go deep. You will learn, you will advance a lot more if you were to learn just 60% from one person than trying to get 10% from 20 people
1: i feel like coaching and mentorship is like at the end of the day about like the relationship that you have Mm -hmm. with that person because it's essentially not what you know in life it's really who you know to Mm -hmm. really be able to help you uh, go get somewhere
0: yeah and sometimes you're so close to your problem you just don't see it like you need a third party just like you know uh tiger woods isn't he like the you know best golf player in the world. Why does he need a coach? You just need a third eye, someone from the outside to see how you play. I don't think like maybe his coach is a better player than him. It's just that he knows the proper technique. He knows the formula, um, to kind of like guide him. Like maybe this way you can try it this way that can push him that little bit further. So like all Olympic athletes, as we know it, they have coached that you can't do it by yourself.
1: So I think that there's a of a lot of people they do want to uh, start their own business, you know, they mm-hmm. want to be entrepreneurs. So they 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 but they may not actually have anybody to mentor them. What yeah. do you think are like some of the qualities that one should see or seek for in mm. uh like if they want to find like a mentor or like a coach? Yeah. Like the aspect of uh, business building? Like yeah.
0: know, what, what do you think like is the qualities? That yeah, I think they are. that's a very good question because there are a lot of like mentor or coach out there. I teach you investing, I teach you business, I teach you this, I teach you that. You need to look at whether that person has experience building their own businesses. Just like, you know, someone who said, oh, I teach you how to invest in property. How many property has this person invested in, right? Same with business. I can teach you about business. What kind of business have you built? How successful was it? Um, in which field, right? So if you want to like build a, um, a unicorn, you want to get into the app business, I may not be the right person for you because I've never built an app. I never, um, uh, how to say, uh, try to get investment or funding. I'm not right. But, um, for me, it's like, but I built businesses from home, I built FMB businesses. I built a service consultancy business. I built a now an educate online education business. So if those are the things that you want to build, or I've have a e-commerce business. So if that's kind of thing you want to build, then maybe I can help you because I've done it. So look for coach who has been there themselves. Just like if you want to look for a weight loss coach, right? I think it's. I'm not saying like the people who never been through weight loss are not good, but you would have better. I think personally experience with someone who were actually fat. And then now we've been like super fit because just because they understand that emotional turmoil that you're currently going through because they've been through it. And the second thing is I, I do think that getting a mentor or a coach who is married and have kids it's very important for me, at least, maybe because I'm a parent, I feel like once you're a parent, you know, the level of accountability, the level of responsibility you have because you have someone that rely on you. So having a mentee for myself, like having a student, I know that they are relying on me and I feel like, um, yeah, knowing someone that is a parent, they've been through that. They've been responsible in their life and not like you know, they just leave for themselves. And then this could like, Hey, I just shut this and just fly away. You can't find them anymore. Right. Someone who has a business, a family, kind of like more grounded and rooted. They can't just like shut down and just move away. I guess. I don't know. That's, that's not the most, um, how to say, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of like an emotional thing. I just feel like if, That person is a parent. I would connect to them more and just feel more secure that they are a parent. So
1: I know, I know what you mean, because, uh, essentially I feel that the truth is, uh, even if like, um, people who don't have children or they're not Mm -hmm. married, they, they say that they they understand, but there's a lot of things that you wouldn't be able to really, truly understand unless you have a kid at home and if you like want to start a business or you it's difficult. Like imagine, like my, my mentor is going to be like a man, and he's a single man. He doesn't have family. You know, probably they are also not believers of like family building. And then you <laughs> tell him like, sorry, today cannot do this because the child this and that. And, you know? So a lot. In fact, a lot of people would also have such struggles. Like even when they tell their bosses, like you know, I have to take my mm-hmm. because my kid is this.
0: So mm. in, in
1: fact, one of my friends she shared with me like during her pregnancy she was puking so badly that her boss actually just thought that she was just pretending. Oh. So, you know, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, like, right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, never been through it. They just don't know. Yes. Because yeah. They have the best intention, but they just, just they just can't relate to you. <laughs>
1: and I'm also like speaking like for myself because when, when, when I was like one of those who like weren't married and I didn't have my children. I, I cannot understand a thing like, I cannot understand a thing that my friends were telling me and only after like, I, I joined, like the, the club. Then, <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Okay. Uh, so now you don't know that to my children. Okay. Ah, and Don't you feel like, you know, ever since you become a mom, you are just a lot more responsible. I find it for yeah. myself. I used to be like, not responsible. But, it's but, like, my, hey, my, I just I live for myself. Right.
1: Like a version of me
0: exactly it's totally different it's just like i was i was like yeah i was like the naughty kid right i just do what i want i don't care about you kind of like you know break the rules kind of person but once i become a mom it's like hey someone rely on me yeah. be like oh i need to be the role model now you know, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what i
1: think is yes i think this is like a really very important point like to what a person really, uh, whom a person really want to look up to, the person really have to be able to uh, understand. Because I used to have a mentor, but
0: uh,
1: uh, it was difficult for her to really understand like, the things that I was going through as a mom because uh, she was single and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of things will, will, will stem from like, why cannot do, you know, why you cannot do this? Like, why is it so difficult to remember this? But mm-hmm. I think mommy, mommy brain is like a
0: real thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, I just forgot. I, <laughs> I walk into the room and I'm like, why am I here again? And I've like retraced my step and then like, I was here. Oh, yes. And I go back again. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And you might
1: even forget it again.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying like the single person that like have the, you know, not a good intention. It's just that, yeah, I mean, like if, if you're single, I mean, by all means go with someone who's single or just, yeah. To where you are, just like a relationship coach, right? If you're asking for relationship advice, you ask someone who has been in like a serious, successful relationship. You don't ask someone who's like never been in a relationship, They just don't know how it works. No matter how much, threat, no matter how much, like, how much certificate they've been through, they just don't.
1: Yes, so I, I know that you have your own mentor. I, I've hmm. actually seen you mention about her before.
0: Uh I have a lot. So which one? <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: but maybe can you briefly share with us, like maybe one of your mentors, like how you get to know him or her? I think it's a her, right? Uh
0: well actually so, it's, it's a team. Well I do have a mentor who's a her. Um Kate. Uh she's the author of Oh my god, like see Mommy Brain. I'm like, what's the do less? Yeah. She's the author of do less. So she talks about, um, the different time of the month that we can be, have different kind of level of productivity and we should work around that. And that the fact that we actually don't have to work harder in order to earn more money, because that's like a common false belief that people have. You have to work harder to earn more money. You can actually work not even work smarter. It's just, um, you can work less and earn more just using automation and like delegation and, and it's not all delegation either. So that's a really good book. Um, do, do less Kate. What's her last name? let I just call her Kate. I'm just like, Oh my God. Okay. Mommy brain. Sorry guys. Just Google yourself. Uh, and then I'm also part of, um, uh, uh, key person of influence. This is back in maybe five years ago, Daniel Priestley. Um, who talks about how the, um, expert kind of like expert currency is more than, um, you know, owning lands and things like that, because like back in those days, it's like, in order to be, you know, uh, to be rich or like, you know, be like, be better is that to own a piece of land, right? You can like stake your claim on a piece of land. These days there's no more land. So the only thing that you can stake, up, um, your kind of like your, your, your thing on is your expertise, find your niche and be an expertise on that. And you can monetize on that and like creating assets and all that. So Daniel Priestley is another person. And currently I'm part of, uh, industry rockstar is headed by, uh, K Minkus and his wife, Alicia Minkus, and they have a team of mentors as well. His sister, Corey Minkus is, uh, Trevino, I think that's the married name. So she's my personal mentor, even though I work with the whole group. Um, yeah, so that's for like serious business people, I must say, because it costs like $50,000, um, us dollars. And, um, but i I must say that, you know, I've learned all sorts of things from them and, um, so yeah, so they, they're probably my latest one and I am, yeah, I'm also training under Brandon Bouchard on productivity. Just because I feel like um, a lot of my mommy audience has problem with productivity, and um, because as much as we want to start a business, like if you can't be productive, you can't manage your emotional um, well-being and like living your best life and fo- most fulfilled life, then you you just can't can't you know um, carve up time for for this part of your life. So so yeah, so I'm constantly learning as well. So yeah. <laughs>
1: Like one of the things that i actually learned through like my, my 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 that particular conversation with you was i really had to like go out there uh more and find out like who are the people that uh i could possibly learn from and to be part of the community i think is really. Mm. so if you're like Like looking at starting your own business, I think this is like two of the important things that you got to have, like somebody that you can model after and also a community that you can be in so that you can always like rub off the, you know, whatever that's going on.
0: Yeah. Like your, if your friends are like, you know, all talking about business, you have no, no choice, but to like, oh yeah. Be inspired about, you know, all this online marketing or like, you know, starting a podcast. If your friends are podcasters, then you can't, oh, you know, I find this like app or whatever, but if none of your friends, you don't have any community like that. It's just easy to go back to like just talking and talking about your kids and, and talking about people and the news and. Although there's see, nothing
1: wrong talking about. Your nothing
0: wrong with that, but if you do want to like this decide this is what you want to do, then you perhaps yeah find a community that that, that enjoy talking about it, right? Other people might think we're well, like oh my god so sad, right? I always talk about business and stuff, but you know we enjoy it. I enjoy it, so yeah, you do need to find your own click and. As you know, as we grow, whether you like it or not, you get new friends (laughs) just by, yeah, right. Like, I don't know about you, but I mean, I still connect with some of my high school friends, but it's just more like on a, how are you? You know, blah, blah, blah. You can't really get deep yet. Yeah. Unless you catch up a lot. And with mommies these days, you don't have time to catch up a lot. (laughs) So when you catch up, you want to make sure that it's meaningful. At different phases of our lives, we will mm-hmm. be connected mm-hmm. to different people because... I always believe that having friends is very important though. Like, you know, one day our kids are all grown up, they're out of the house and what do we do, right? Just me and my husband, I think we'll do a lot more like entertaining, having people come over. We kind of like eat together and like, I, I see what like, you know, my parents and my parents-in-law do. They have friends over, they have wine and they just chat, like, chat, 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 right? So yeah, yes, having friends is... Yeah, it's just like retired or, you know, semi-retired and yeah, and just like have friends and yeah. Because our, our kids is only going to be with us, what, 20 years max? they are going to go off. You need to let them fly. <laughs> True.
1: <laughs> That's why I say you're very chill, mom. <laughs> I will start crying. <laughs>
0: I might, but you know, just yeah, again, like, don't worry about it until it starts. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally going to cry if my kids like get married and stuff. <laughs> totally,
1: it's okay. You have a boy, right? He still have to go, and as you can start crying from then.
0: Oh well, then he will get married also, right? Then like you know, if boy, you see them even less, right? It'll be like with the husband with the would wife. You,
1: would you like uh? Would you like uh? Like the idea of them staying with you
0: when if, they're older? Assuming
1: like you have a big, big school. house. Yeah,
0: like and they a- want to stay with with their family. Yeah. With the kids. Yeah. <laughs> sure i'm not sure about that yeah ask me again in like 20 years i'm not sure i don't think so maybe i don't know i really don't know what kind of like grannies i'll be like would i prefer them to come i, I might want to see them once a week maybe or maybe i go to their place but do i want to go through this whole mess toys things and like, ah, things again mm, i'm not sure I've, I've been through that so she's on her own oh,
1: I'll Ask you again. <laughs> <laughs> years later, yeah,
0: maybe I'll be like a dotting grandma. Oh, let me look up. But at oh, this mom. point in time, I don't think so. I don't think so.
1: <laughs> so before we end, what will you say to mm-hmm. the mom bosses out there, or those who actually want to be one? You know, to start their own business and mm-hmm. they also want to care for their children. Like, mm-hmm. what, what will be something that you will say to them?
0: What well, I say first of all know your why know why you're doing it and know really well that it's deep in your heart this is something you want to create for yourself it's a lifestyle um that you want to create for yourself having the flexibility of time having an income while you do have to juggle with your kids um i'm not saying it's easier there will still be some slight guilt that oh i'm my kids are over there sitting there and i'm sitting here doing work but at least you're at home, you know, if they ever fall down or any milestone, you get to be there to witness it, but don't do it because I'm telling you that's a better life. Do it because you seriously think that that would make you happier. Um, and and yeah, I really trust in your decision because at the end of the day, um, nothing is easy. And a lot of people say, oh, it's so hard. Nothing is easy. It's true. Nothing is easy, but Do you want to do it right? Going out there, going to work every day is also not easy. You still need to raise the crowd, transport, but you you are just being conditioned to think that that's just automatic It's easier, but nothing. If you really do want a lifestyle that's of the flexibility, then that's what you want, stick with it and don't let a lot of false beliefs stop, stop you from from actually going what you want. A lot of times, I think it's the mindset of, oh, this is hard. Oh, I will lose money. Oh, it will take a lot of time. It doesn't. Online business world these days has totally changed how business would work. You do not need a, a big capital to start a business. I would say under 500, you can start a business. Um, a lot of time, that's really up for you to decide right? How much you want to work. That's the beauty of this. Um, and do it for the real reason. Don't do it because your friends are doing it. That's a cool thing to do. Don't do it because your husband thinks, hey, you know, so-and-so is doing this so successful. I think you should do it. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. If you're just happy being a stay-at-home mom, I, I mean, I salute stay-at-home mom, just, you know, doing it all for your children. If you're happy and that makes you content, be that, be that. You don't have to be anything that you don't want to be. Okay, that's it. I'm getting off my soapbox now.
1: <laughs> so, today I have actually learned a lot of things. I don't know about you guys, okay? But I know that you need to have good time management and then you can be productive. Uh, You don't need many, many hours to be productive. You got to know your wives and you got to stay positive, especially if you like really want to start a business because there'll be like a lot of small things, big things that may or may not bring you down. And do check her out, connect with her. Go to michellehon.com or go to mumboss.academy and check out like all the online... uh, coaching and she has a lot of resources out there for you guys so i'm really really very happy to have you here today thank you so much for your time i'm very very honored and very very blessed today really to, to have you here on
0: my show you, thanks for having me. And um, I realized that, you know, based on the question and what we just talked about, I do want to share that I have a webinar that's coming up is on how to find more time in your day, how to prioritize, because again, if you don't have time, you feel like you don't have time, you can't work on a side hustle or anything that your passion or read more or whatever it is. So I have an upcoming webinar, it is free. Um, I will drop the link to Esther. So she will add it to the show note, then you guys can just sign up over there. And then I hope that, um, yeah, you've already spent what an hour with us and I hope that you get more value out of this and to have more time in your day to either spend with your children or go for your, um, passion business.
1: Yes. So, thank you guys. And if you like the show, share with your friends, subscribe, love us, and go check out on Michelle at the Chill Mom, the chillest person I know. And I'll see you guys again on the next episode. See you guys.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. If you like it, subscribe, follow, share and like. I will see you next time for the next episode. Right here on The Parent Thing.